0: This is Will Forsythe and you're listening to Three Guys That Horror.
1: anymore. Friends with. Alright, welcome back to Three Guys at Horror. You just listened to the season three trailer of Stranger Things. So tonight <laughs> it's Sam. You just heard her. And you heard Steve as well. And myself, Todd. Uh, Joe's actually sick. He's over in bed, snuggled up. Uh, Sam tucked him in and everything. So he won't be on. And sorry to say, we won't be doing horror conventions again because we wanted to have Joe on for that. Um, Wait, but we we'll- I-
2: Question. Sorry yeah. to interrupt Todd. Go. Okay, so I need your guys' input and maybe the listeners' input, because I don't know if I should just focus on the listeners' confessions, or if we should do the game of where we have to guess each other's confessions, so hmm. I'm I, still going back and forth.
1: Maybe uh, maybe separate it, you know? Like, just read yeah. off theirs, and then we can guess ours.
2: What do you mean, separate it? But like, just, no, I know that, but like... Do you, do you think I should
1: do... Okay, we'll talk about it later. Sorry, guys. Go ahead. All right. Well, <laughs> um, yeah, that's the opening. So, Steve, would you like to jump into any Facebook or Twitter or anything like that?
3: Sure. Uh, so, we'll look at th- some emails and some social media, which you can email us at horror at com. That is the number three. There are no actual emails, but there are some Instagram, Twitter... And Facebook questions, all of them being Three Guys That horror. if you want to send some questions there. Uh, I have a few Stranger Things-related ones, which I'm going to get to when we actually talk about Stranger Things at the end of the episode, but a few of them that aren't. So we have one from Slenton2010. Uh, he asks, will you get to interview anyone from the Critter series Amanda Weiss or Linda Blair?
1: No, but we do have a big interview from that franchise coming up in August. uh, Well, this month. So it's neither of them, but it's a really popular horror actress. So stay tuned.
2: Stay tuned.
1: That's awesome.
3: Um, Then Publicly Executed also asks, are you guys going to watch the movie Clown Nato by Todd Sheets?
1: Uh, Personally, no. I'm just, I don't know. I think we talked about it a couple episodes ago where it's just, I want to focus on stuff like that. I know i like, and I know you guys will watch it to the end, but if I turn it on and not like it, I'll just turn it off. So I don't know about you guys. Though.
2: Um, I'll give it a try. I don't think I've even heard about it or seen anything. So but I could tell you, I probably won't like it, but I'll give it a shot. What about you, Steve? Uh,
3: I, I like clown movies. So for that reason alone, I think I will watch it. I am getting a little tired of these matching of uh, natural disaster with some kind of uh, creature right. film. Uh, I've seen enough of the Sharknado movies and I feel I've seen a couple other ones.
0: Uh,
3: I think they could do it more subtly, like Crawl did, you know, where it was a hurricane sw- mm-hmm. slash uh, alligators, but they didn't really focus on the hurricane so much. It was just a thing that was happening at the same time. So that I'm down with, but I will watch Clownado just because it's clowns and uh, I dig them. So it could be a fun movie, but it's probably going to suck, in my opinion. Anyway. <laughs> uh, so that's it for the Instagram questions. Thank you for sending them there. We do have one on Twitter. It Mind JediMind1207. He asks, uh, What ever happened to the prophecy movies with Christopher Walken?
1: They uh, stopped making them. That's my Walken impersonation, if anyone was wondering. Oh my god. <laughs> 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 oh, shit. I think uh, sc- uh, uh Screen Factors is coming out with a, c- a collection if I remember correctly. Maybe wrong about that one.
3: And he's got to be old now, right? Like he's got to be in his late 70s by at it's this point. Be,
1: yeah. Yeah. So, so
3: and I just don't see a huge demand to get more prophecy movies personally. I don't know if you guys heard anyone talk about this. Mm, uh, Any- no. <laughs> Yeah, so... Alright, any thoughts on it, Sam? Do you know no. uh, what happened to them?
2: I have no clue.
1: Alright. And I'm uh, glad about that. There's like, what, four of them? Maybe?
3: Three or four? Yeah, I think... So. Yeah.
1: I don't remember no, but, the last time I even seen one of those.
3: I only saw the first one, and it was quite a long time ago, and I yeah. couldn't tell you anything about it, so.
2: Yeah, I was like, I'm. I could tell you I haven't seen two, three, or four.
1: Yeah, I think there's like a Blu-ray collection of them for like 10 bucks pretty cheap i should just pick that up actually
2: jot it down todd
1: i'm gonna jot it down right now
2: jot it down
3: all right uh he does also have a question about the um lighthouse trailer but we're gonna talk about that when oh, we get to so the news a little bit later it does look good so but that will be something we'll talk about when we get to the news section because we have got a couple trailers we want to talk about so thank you. Uh, that was the Twitter questions, and we got a couple on Facebook. Uh, you can go at three guys that horror or on Joe's House of Horror group. Uh, so we have Anthony Rocha asks, "Why do people hate Rod Zombie movies so much? I love them. I think Style is awesome, and he thinks outside the box. Uh, personally, I think that um, I, I like half his movies. So I like the um, uh, My God, House of a Thousand Corpses." And I like uh, Devil's Rejects. And I also like the first Halloween movie. I didn't like so much the other one, Lords of Salem and Halloween 2. So he's kind of batting 500 with me right now. And I'm hoping Three from Hell kind of brings it what over about, uh, the top there. So
1: what that. about 31? Did you watch that one?
3: I didn't because you guys <laughs> really didn't give it a good... Uh,
1: uh, I liked it. You. you did? Yeah,
0: I,
2: I love Rob Zombie and I like uh, most of his films but I get that people are wanting something new and it just seems like the same thing over and over, but that's his choice. That's his money. Whatever he wants to do. I'm fine with not going to shit on it.
1: (laughs) At least he's consistent. Um, I guess, but, uh, (laughs) I'm with, uh, I'm with Steve here. Um, have you seen the world of, I think it's the haunted world of El Superbisto. No, he, uh, he directed that and it's like a, um, animated horror comedy and it has like you know Sid Haig and Sherry and all that stuff it's um it's okay I, I would I wouldn't say I liked it but uh Corpses is in my top 10 I love that movie and Rejects is pretty good yeah. um, Halloween one I enjoy Halloween two I enjoy aspects of it um Salem I never finished I just I that one just rubbed me the wrong way and then uh 31 I just thought was too comical and ridiculous like I think Joe put it perfectly like if you see a No offense to any little people, if you see a little person, like you'd be relieved, wouldn't you? Like, oh, there's three of us, one of him. Like, we got it. So, but um, the trailer for Three from Hell, man, Sherry Moon, she, ugh, she, I don't know, I'd love her in corpses and rejects, but in this one and all their other movies, she's just like grating on your soul. Like, I don't get it. But I'll, 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 I bought my ticket for uh, Three from Hell, so I'll, I'll see it. Proud of you. Thank you. I went uh, night number two, so I'm not going to get that poster, but oh well.
2: Oh.
3: Yeah, I'm, I'm psyched for that one, too. Uh, but you're right. I, I I think I talked about it a couple of weeks ago. Uh, Sherry Moon, I don't know, there's something about me that bothers that when I watch that trailer. It's she, her she voice. O- yeah, her voice. She overacts a little bit too much in the trailer. But who knows? Maybe the movie is going to be... Uh, Good. I'm a little afraid of it. His, you know, he seems to be going on a downward spiral, as far as I'm concerned, with his movies. Yep. Uh, where his first ones were good, and you know, they're kind of getting uh, worse and worse. But uh, there's hope. You know, it's a series I love, so at least there's that.
1: I, you know what I think? It's the 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 moment in that trailer when she says, "Kill him, kill him all, kill em. Oh my god, don't do it! It sounds like. it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man.
2: It's I, your
1: ringtone, don't lie. <laughs> Imagine. I I mean, she's, uh, whatever. But um, I'm going to make a bold prediction here and say Sid Haig isn't going to be in it like that much. I think he dies at the beginning because it shows that one other actor they've been using a lot lately. That was in 31, quite a bit in the trailer. So I'm thinking Sid dies and we don't even see Captain Spaulding in makeup.
3: Well, that'd be a bummer. Yes, <laughs> it was. was. But he's he's but that, he's so yeah. up
1: there right now, and seeing him at cons, man, he barely even lifts his head. It's kind of sad.
2: Aww.
3: Yeah, the last time I saw him at a con, I actually saw him outside the con. Like, I was waiting in line to get into the con, and he just wandered through the line looking to where he where he was going. He didn't know where he was going. He had no handler, no one helping him.
1: It was like Jeez, no one
3: recognized sir. him because it was just it was so sad. So, Yeah.
1: He so, should have grabbed grabbed him by his arm and like move, fucking peasants.
3: <laughs> well, I, I I I'm actually the one who told him where to go because I recognized him right away, but no one else in line did. It wasn't a horror con, it was like a comic one. So, oh okay, you know? yeah. So I told him where to go. So was, I helped him out a little bit, but he was so lost, and it's kind of sad to see that.
1: You know, that's what I saw Ron Jeremy of all people at the O'Hare Airport, and uh, oh wow! <laughs> first of all, he was like five two, and uh, he was just. I don't know he's frail old old man I don't remember from my dad's VHS tapes so yeah there's my story
3: (laughs) but was he holding like garbage bags or Um, reusable bags and that's a thing he does where he doesn't travel with like yeah he he doesn't travel with uh, suitcases he travels with reusable bags or garbage bags it's like that super weird thing he does so Mm
1: -hmm. I think he was yeah he was just in sweats and like a shirt and that was it yeah, yeah that's, uh, that sounds like Ron Jeremy, all right.
3: Uh, <laughs> so the last question we have that wasn't Stranger Things related is from Daryl Spears. He asks, who's your favorite modern slasher villain? No, Jason, Freddy,
1: Leatherface, or
3: Michael Myers?
1: Ooh, this is going to be tough for Sam.
2: This is going to be tough. Okay, let's see. I'm
1: going to Google a list here so we have some help.
2: I know. I was like, can I Google? Let's see. Get my brain thinking about this.
1: I'm going to throw out a couple well, there. Well, you got- yeah, go ahead, Steve. Yeah, go ahead. No, no, no I, I don't have anything to go for
3: it. Okay, I was just going to say, because I saw the questions since I was doing the question segment, I kind of Googled it before. And the closest thing that I would say, because there hasn't been a lot of Slashers in the last decade or two, uh, <laughs> the closest thing I would say is Jigsaw. And I love the Saw series, and I know Todd does as well. So Jigsaw and probably a second, uh, close second would be Sam from Trick or Treat.
2: Yeah, I was thinking uh, I
3: think of those are my two
0: favorites.
2: Yeah. Um. Okay. So he said no to the classic slashers. Like he didn't include uh, Ghostface in that, did he?
3: He didn't. Uh, he didn't. But Ghostface is really pushing it because it's kind of Chinese like so, people. Uh,
1: yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna throw some out there for you guys. Um. What about the dudes from The Strangers? You can pick any one of those.
2: I just yep.
1: Um. Uh, urban Legend, but I hate that movie. Mm. um oh chrome skull those the first one i actually really like that the sequel is pretty bad but i don't know if you guys have seen those
2: no i haven't
1: no nope. they're they're like really either. gory slashers where he it was kind of um self-shot film before that was a thing so he has like a mounted shoulder cam and he goes around killing people it's very uh very gory um but shoot that kind of handicaps you
0: I
2: guess I need to step out of my comfort zone.
1: I guess so. I'm going to go, you know, I'm going to go Damien Miffey from Strangers Too, just because I really like him and I like his, his, uh, portrayal of that guy in that movie. I know you didn't like it, though, Sam, but I liked it a lot.
2: Yeah. It's fine. I'm not judging you.
1: I feel like you are. Like, I can see you, no, even though I can't see you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no judgment here.
1: But, uh, I would definitely side with Jigsaw. I just don't know if I put that as a slasher. Yeah, because I mean, it's more like the subgenre, I guess, torture. Maybe I don't know because he doesn't really like, go around and killing me. Like, if anything, he right. captures them and right. sticks them in a trap. But yeah, I freaking love Saw.
3: So. Yeah, the slasher uh-huh. films just haven't really been around lately. We're kind of due for a new big slasher icon, and we're just not getting it. We're just I'm getting rehashes. I said, said
2: art.
1: Hmm. Oh, Arctic. Oh. That's yeah. a good one.
2: Cuz it seems like people are throwing him up there with the classic slashers.
1: <laughs> a lot of people that Kano is at last uh were comparing him to like modern day, like you know the Michael and Jason. I don't necessarily put him up there yet, but Yeah, I think I don't either. but I, think, I get
2: why people are doing that just cuz it kind of brought back the slasher.
1: Yeah. I think if they go and make a couple more really solid sequels. And improve on what was bad from the, the last one. I think they'll have a Fine. shot.
2: I'd watch the sequels.
1: Hell yeah.
3: Yep. For sure. So, any, You guys any, have anything else for Slashers?
0: Nah.
2: Um, no. I can't think of anything. I guess All if right. I had to choose. I would uh, choose like how you did Steve. Is go with Sam.
3: Yeah, it's a bummer he only got one movie. Really right? Was, so,
2: yeah. Yeah, it's like there were talks for a while, but it just never happened.
1: Speaking of that guy, I emailed that guy and he never responded to me.
2: Email him again.
1: I've done it twice.
2: Send him pictures of your boobs.
1: And my boob my just a nip. <laughs> just a, I'm like, there's more where this came from. <laughs> Quinn. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs>
3: All right, so that is the social media for this week. Uh, if you guys want to send us the questions, just email us at 3 or at gmail.com or on any of the social medias. So you guys ready for some news?
1: Yeah. I, I am, however. I want to say one thing. Yeah. And TJ, you kind of let me down, buddy. Because he texted me and said, I agree with you in the, on the pod about Spider-Man 3, lol. Oh hell no! It's certainly <laughs> the weakest in the trilogy, but it gets too much shit, and I enjoy it for the most part. And I said, "You got to write it in and back me up," and he never did. So TJ, thanks for backing me up.
2: Way to go, TJ!
3: No, 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 Now, We don't don't encourage him. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Spider three is terrible. <laughs> Way to go, Steve! <laughs>
3: yeah. yeah, I will. I will not like stop fighting this. Uh... This
1: battle here.
2: God, I can't even. I couldn't even tell you what three is. Is that the one with the Andrew? What's his face, or the other guy? No, the younger
1: kid. It was Toby McGuire was in the in three.
2: Toby, oh okay. See, I don't. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a
1: fan. Well, you go watch them.
2: I don't hate them, but
1: watch them, them and get back to us. I'll see what I can do. Well, there's like seven now, I think. Right, three, four, five, six. yeah, seven of them.
3: Yeah. uh, Yeah, well, eight if you count the animated one, but yeah, seven live-action ones. okay. All right. All right. right, So let's get into some news. Yes, sir. Uh, So the first bit of news is that it was confirmed by the director that IT Chapter 2 is going to be two hours and 45 minutes, uh, which puts it kind of close to Avengers Endgame, which a lot of people complained was way too long before it came out, not so much when it came out. And so I'm curious what you guys think. Do you think uh, It Chapter 2 is worth watching for two hours and 45 minutes? Is it too long? Is it not long enough? What do you guys think?
2: It's definitely long enough. Um, I'm excited for it. I don't think I'll I'll mind it, if that makes sense. I never saw The Avengers, so maybe it was just boring, so people complained about that. But I feel like I have some high hopes for Chapter 2, so I'm excited.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm one of the few that thought Avengers was boring, so the the runtime affected me. Um however, it was it too? I think if they're trying to be faithful or you know, not rush things then I guess it'll definitely work, but I mean, we just have to wait and see, right? It, there could be a bunch of stupid shit in it.
2: Yeah. I mean, I hope there's not. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
3: No, exactly. Now, th- to put it into perspective, if I remember correctly, uh the TV series, it or the mini series, was came in at about three hours for both combined. So, just chapter two of this new series would be almost as long as the entire mini series that aired before. So, I <laughs> think it's a little long now. Hopefully, they have enough material to cover it, and that it's it does turn out good. But I'm a little afraid that they're going to pad it a little bit too much, and it's gonna we're going to feel that two hours, forty five minutes. But I am excited about it. I love it. I love Stephen King adaptations. Uh, I love this new interpretation of Pennywise. I just think two hours forty five minutes is a long film.
2: Yeah. Um,
1: I just yeah, I just so. hope they're not using some of that runtime to pad like screen time for some of the big actors because that would suck, you know? Because they have yeah. a really big cast, so if they're like, oh, I got to get thirty minutes, you know what I mean? That, that would just right. be terrible. I, I, as long as it flows, we'll be good. But yeah, I'm excited for it
2: um real quick did you guys talk about the trailer on the podcast
1: i think i said in the chat that i personally didn't want to because i didn't want to watch the second trailer wait no we okay. yeah, i don't know remember if we did oh that.
2: like the newest one
1: that came out yeah okay. I, I don't like when like yeah. they spoil scares and stuff
2: yeah
3: yeah for sure and uh they also said that they were it was going to be the first horror film to digitally de-age people which makes me think that that they're going to have a lot of kind of the scenes from when they were kids again so uh, that's a little strange Mm -hmm. to me I thought they they moved on from that you know that was kind of the whole thing is that do we need to see more scenes of them as kids when they Mm -hmm. got a full movie so what do you guys think about that?
1: Uh, I thought they started shooting right after it like landed so they could capitalize on their youth but
2: that's what i thought too so i didn't think they would yeah.
1: have to worry about it but that sucks yeah,
3: they grow fast at that age too right yeah so.
2: yeah I mean, look at the
1: stranger things kids man they're freaking right, right? season one of three it it's like crazy five
2: years later yeah. now they're now
1: they're macking on camera i'm like what the hell's going on <laughs> <laughs> but um, three inches um <laughs> Yeah, I don't, want that I don't know, or
2: maybe they're just, or maybe they're making it. Maybe it's not going to be as focused as much. Maybe they're just mentioning it, so then it's kind of like another buzz about it. So I maybe. guess we'll have to
1: see. What they should do is freaking remove that freaking guy's mullet digitally. What's what's his fa- his face name? Harry or whatever his name is. Henry.
2: That's what you're worried about,
1: Todd? I'm worried about it. the mullet because it distracted me. Oh, okay. Because I used to have a mullet when I was five. Thanks, Mom. You did not. I, I did. I got to find a photo. Oh, yeah.
0: my gosh. You have
2: to post this on social media.
1: 1991
2: or two, something like that. Wow. Yeah.
1: Mullet Todd.
3: <laughs> I want to see that for sure. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, next piece of news. Universal Studios Orlando uh, announced a new park, a, their fourth park they're going to open, called Epic Universe. Now, they didn't confirm it, but there were rumors about this, and they showed a picture of what the park would look like, which kind of fits in with the rumors that there were. There's going to be a Universal Monsters land, so an entire section of the park dedicated to the Universal Monsters. Uh, it's rumored that they're going to have Dracula's Castle, uh, a friend, Dr. Frankenstein's Lab, a forest, which would include the creature from the Black Lagoon and a uh, the werewolf. So, is that something that you guys would be into? Is uh, full dedicated land to Universal Monsters at
1: a theme park? Hell yeah! Absolutely, but I mean, are oh, they popular? Are they popular enough though? That I'm just thinking from their point of view, like, like
2: is it going to be worth? Yeah, for the money and everything. I mean,
1: because their movies keep bombing, so like. I would love to see it. Don't get me wrong, but I don't. It might be a pipe dream if they haven't confirmed it.
3: Yeah, uh, they are pushing Universal Monsters a, a lot more into those parks because they own that IP, and I think they want to do something with it. Uh, whether or not you know that land is going to be very extensive or whatever the case may be, I'm not sure. But they did just open a giant store dedicated to Universal Monsters at the park. So there is a push for it for sure, uh, and maybe they're hoping this will bring into life a whole other universe that they're going to mm-hmm. try again. Because I don't think they want to abandon this idea just yet, even though the bomb, the movie's really bombed badly. Rightfully so, they they're pretty bad. But.
1: Yeah. What they need to do is get Rob Zombie in there. <laughs> I'm being 100 percent serious. That's how House I was
2: are... like. I was like, I'm waiting, Todd. <laughs>
1: no, that's how corpses came about. I don't know if you guys knew the story about that. Yep. Yeah, but they hired him awesome. to do, like, a um, Halloween maze, right? And then it turned into a movie. Yeah. So, I mean, him working for a major studio, which would probably rain his bullshit in, I think that might work.
3: Yeah, that's what he needs. He needs somebody to kind of filter his ideas. And I think there could be a pretty good movie that comes out of it.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah.
3: Alright, next piece of news is there are rumors that James Wan is looking to make the remake for Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, So I'm curious what you guys think about that and of course, does that mean Freddy's now part of the Conjuring universe because that's what James Wan does?
2: Can you imagine?
3: I can, actually. (laughs) I (laughs) I think the only reason Insidious isn't part of the Conjuring universe yet is because he has Patrick Wilson in it too.
2: Yeah.
3: But he would shoehorn that in no <laughs> and no problem. But I'm curious what you guys think. Do you think he'd be a good director to remake Nightmare on Elm Street?
2: Mm.
1: Mm. <laughs> maybe maybe uh if he returns to violent Saw levels, yes. Yeah. But not not uh, conjuring levels, No cause right. it's it's a different mindset, you know? Yeah. Have
2: there been any other speculations of like what else he would be doing? Because I know the nightmare was one of them. But
3: no, I think people are pretty focused on this. I don't know what exactly triggered
2: the thought that this
3: would be this specifically, but uh,
2: interesting.
3: Yeah, it could just be speculation as well. I think uh, James Wan is a good enough director that he could do a good job with it. Uh, He's definitely got a passion for horror, which I I respect right off the top. Um, you know, he did do a couple non-horror films. One of them I didn't like at all, but I think which he has was that uh, Aquaman.
1: Oh, and, and he did that one. I never seen a, it.
3: Me either. Yeah, it was, it was awful. So, uh, but I do think he has the passion and the talent to be able to pull off a Nightmare on Elm Street. But of course, um, who knows?
2: What are some of his not other non-horror movies that you were talking about, Steve? I think
3: he did a Fast and the Furious. I don't remember which one.
2: Okay, that kind of sounds familiar. Yeah,
3: I think that I, might be his only two. I I have to IMDBM. but just, yeah,
0: yeah.
3: Um, all right, and finally, we have a couple trailers that we want to discuss. The first one being the Lighthouse, which stars Robert Pattinson and uh, William Defoe.
1: So, did you just whistle, Sam?
2: No, the, in
1: support of Robert Pattinson. <laughs>
2: no, do
1: you, do you think he's hot?
2: I think he is a great actor.
1: I think he's a great actor I'm, too. Yeah. I
2: do too. I'm really excited that he's in this project. So,
1: I'm happy that he's able to break out of like the teen throb, heart throb kind of thing because a lot of people struggle with that. But um,
0: yeah, the
1: things I've seen him in outside of those movies, which is are, are just bad in general. They're good like you know romantic comedies in my opinion. Right. But um, and uh, I don't know if you guys seen Good Times, but that's a really good movie where he's like a drug addict slash dealer or whatever. Um, but I think the trailer looks awesome. Like, I think I don't want to like hype it too much cause I want to be let down by this like potential mm-hmm. top five easily of the year. Um, cause I love the witch. So, um, everything about it looks cool.
2: Yeah. I'm with you too. Like I'm trying to not get too excited about it. Like I want to give it a smirk, but I'm like, I'll just wait and see, but I'm pretty excited about it.
3: Uh, The aesthetic of this film really interests me. Uh, Mm -hmm. There's a lot of films that try to pretend that they're old-timey films, and it really comes off as them pretending to be. But this one, like the way it's shot, the way it's lit, uh, the way the acting is, really makes me feel like I'm watching something like A Thousand Leagues Under the Sea or something from the 1930s or 40s. And I really did dig the aesthetic of this movie, Mm -hmm. and it looks fantastic.
1: Yeah, I think they actually shot it on that type of film, too.
2: Yeah, that's what I heard.
3: Yeah, okay. yeah you Badass. can tell. Yeah, it's really, it's really cool. I'm really looking forward to this. And A24 has been making solid films as mm-hmm. far as I'm concerned. So,
2: okay, but do we know a lot about like what it's going to be about? Like, I haven't looked it up or anything. I've only just heard about the title and then have recently seen the trailer.
3: No, and I think I want to keep it that way. Like, I don't want to see anything else about this film because yeah. I like that I don't really know what this is about and. I kind of just want to go in and be surprised at uh, the story.
2: So can we say, like, do we think it's, can we say what we think? Like, do we think there's an actual another person with him? Do we think maybe that person is made up? Like, do we want to say anything like that or just
1: meh? Is that what you think?
2: I don't know. I mean, I'm wondering, like, at first I was like, okay, there's two people. They probably go a little insane with whatever they're doing, wherever they're stuck at in the lighthouse. But then... Um, I was like, well, what if it's a made-up character that one of the characters made? And I just, I don't know. I'm like, am I reading into it wrong? Or I didn't know what you guys thought about it or your take on it.
1: I think Just from the trailer. I think if you crack the twist, I'm going to be really mad.
2: I know. That's why I was like, that's... (laughs) I know, but it looks so good that I'm like, I need to figure it out now. But I don't want to because I'll be disappointed.
1: (laughs) I personally... That's
3: one thing that... Go for it, Dick. No, go for it. I was just going to say that's one thing I like about A24 films is that I always have these expectations, and yeah. then they completely destroy my expectations <laughs> and do something completely different. And that's what I love about good that studio. Yes. So I think whatever we come up with, they probably are hiding the truth in the trailers.
2: Yeah,
1: so. I think you're right. What's uh? Um, I lost my train of thought, but yeah, looks cool. And, uh, When's
2: this one come out?
1: I don't know. I don't remember. It Look it up. while Steve does the next trailer?
3: All right, and so the next trailer uh, that we we're going to talk about is a movie called The Jack in the Box. So about it seems to be a clown that lives inside a giant box, and he comes out to kill some people. So Todd, you just watched this yes. uh, right before the show. So what do you think?
1: I think it looks like a great, fun, bloody time, and I hope that's exactly what it is. Um, potential to be awesome. And I didn't see any CGI BS. Maybe I missed it, but I saw mostly practical stuff and that excites me. And I just, I mean, like you, I like clowns are just inherently like scary by themselves. You know, you don't have to do much to them. Um, but yeah, cool concept. And it looked like kind of not, not gritty is the wrong word, but kind of, I don't know, gloomy. I don't know what I want to say, but not like shiny, you know? So I like that. And, uh, yeah, I'm feeling it.
2: Yeah, I'm with Todd. Um, I remember when we talked about watching the trailer, I just kind of eye-rolled because I'm like, oh, it's going to be one of those trailers that aren't very good, and you're just like, bleh. Um, but I was actually surprised at the quality of it, and I like clowns as well, so I'm excited for it. I hope it's a fun one.
3: Yeah, And I'm on the same wavelength of you guys. It's uh, I love clowns, so I'm definitely going to see it. And like Todd said, I'm not seeing a lot of, CGI kinda of like uh, it was doing. There's a lot of CGI in uh I think it'd be cool to just have a practical effects and full makeup clown yeah. costume
1: carnage. So that would be cool for sure. Did you cool. find that did you find the release date?
2: I did. So the Lighthouse will be released on October eighteenth.
1: Is that a theatrical, I hope?
2: Um yes. Awesome. Well it looks like it is. Reads like it is some i can't
1: wait that's great i wonder yeah, it's if it will too. i wonder if it will dethrone midsummer for you sam on number one.
2: Oh, i don't know
1: they're both like the same kind of realm of weird shit
2: yeah i'm excited
3: yeah and it's, it's nice to see a horror film actually come out in october not in may yeah. oh June, gosh or tell me or about october.
0: it yeah.
3: All the midsummer made sense, but uh, all, right. all the other ones, yeah, uh, yeah, that's a mistake. And the last piece of news we have, it's kind of old news, but uh, Sam wanted us to mention it. Uh, let's talk about the Adams Family cartoon uh, trailer. So there's an Adams Family animated film coming out, I think also in October, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. So Sam, you want to talk about this one? Uh, what are your thoughts about this?
2: I'm just really excited about this, and I feel like a nerd but
1: i can't wait <laughs> i can't wait either i mean i'll save my thoughts for what watched about the movies like the live action ones but this one looks like a fun family trip, yeah. to, the, trip to the movies like uh we saw goosebumps too and uh clock on the walls last year and it was it was a good time so yeah it looks, yeah, it looks it's awesome
2: just, it's like one of those movies that you're happy like how steve mentioned or I don't know if it's Todd, but an actual like spooky movie coming out in the month of October, and it's like you put it on your spooky calendar. You're like, all right, this weekend we're going to haunted house, and we're gonna go see The Adam Stanley. You know? Yeah, haunted,
3: that yeah, sounds and fun. I, I, yeah, right? I, I love uh, animated kind of Halloweeny films, uh, Nightmare Before Christmas, Paranorman, Hotel Transylvania. So I, I'm this is right down my alley, and I'm definitely.
1: Have you seen um, Monster House? Yes. yes that one's a I good one that's yeah, a good one too yeah. yeah it's dark too
2: it is yeah, super dark it.
1: my kids are like wait like he she's eating people and like she's a sideshow person like yeah well, i don't know yeah
3: that's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, awesome so that's yeah so time. that's uh that's all i had for news this week
1: all right did you have anything sam because i have nothing
2: um, the only little news I can think of is that, uh, everyone's booking and buying their tickets for, uh, the wonderful Texas Frightmare, it seems like.
1: <laughs> are you guys... But
2: other than that, no news. Are
1: you guys gonna hit it up this year again? You and Joe?
2: Um, uh, we didn't go this past year, and, like, we booked our room just in case, but we'll see.
1: Yeah, I just...
2: Yeah, it's just, like, if I'm gonna travel somewhere, I want it to... I mean, I don't know. Like, I really want to go to uh, horror nights. And so I'm like, if I'm traveling somewhere, I want it to be for that.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, you guys have like a really like Halloween town though. Doesn't it like go all out?
2: I mean, it does, but so, like, I want to try, I want to try new things.
1: Gotcha. You want to expand? All right. All right. Yeah. I'm going to stay local for cons except for the con in December. I'll be going up to that one. Yeah. All right, cool. Uh, I guess we can dive into What Watched. I'll lead off with Adam Family Values. I exposed my children to this one. I didn't watch the first one because the sequel is my favorite because I watched that one a lot when I was a kid where they go to summer camp and shit, and it's just funny. Yeah. Um, but I forgot how violent it was and sexually aggressive. <laughs> um, but it was fun. Me and my wife just like looked at each other. But you know that comedy kind of goes over kids' heads at this age, 10 and 7. So, but um, So what they think of it they loved it oh and my daughter like is quoting it now because she's a little she likes horror and stuff and then uh i it just it's just a really good movie all around it's got like f- great acting in it i forget his name but he uh he passed away um he played uh in street fighter to the bad guy oh uh, raul julia yeah he's so good he's like one yeah. of those guys that just goes all out and then um I forgot his name again. Freaking the guy who plays Doctor Brown in Freaking Back and to the Christopher Future. Christopher Lloyd. Christopher Lloyd. Chris yeah, Lloyd. He, he's the same thing. He's so creepy and gross. Yeah. And that girl, I remember <laughs> when I watched it, I it rekindled all my young man feelings about her, and like being just like a the Black Widow girl, and she's flaunting her boobs around him and shit. It's just so. It's just a, It's just like a really good movie. So they had a good time. Everyone had a good time, and I can't wait for the animated. Oh, that's awesome. Yep. What about you, Sam?
2: Oh my gosh, I actually haven't I don't think I watched anything horror related this past week.
1: What else did you watch? Oh
2: my god. So you guys are gonna judge me mm. hardcore. <laughs> like I'm I'm fucking ashamed of myself. Um, so I saw I keep seeing an ad on YouTube when I'm watching my YouTube videos and it's an ad for fucking ninety days, like the What is it? The 90 Day Fiance or whatever bullshit. So I had never seen this show before, and I just kept seeing the ad, and it looked ridiculous of where these people meet online. (laughs) And then they, uh, I guess, is it ridiculous? But um, they meet each other, and they're like, oh, I love you, and they've never met each other, but then they want to marry. Bro, this is
1: kind of close to home. I mean, No, that's why I was like, (laughs) is it kind
2: of weird? But no. Is it, though?
0: Uh. no these
2: people are crazy though <laughs> hey it's us some time um, these people like there's a guy on there who met a girl in a whole other country online on some dating website he met her like started talking to her maybe two weeks and then he booked the trip and then he proposed to her like within this four week time frame so yeah I've been watching that and it's ridiculous
1: what nationality was she um was she like Russian she, or something
2: No, she was Asian, but I don't know like what. I don't know where she was at. That
1: that makes a lot of sense because what are they called? Like weebs or something? Where it's a white guy that like obsesses with Asian women. So that makes sense. Well,
2: the guy guy was black, and it was kind of crazy because his brother flew out there too to meet her, and he like was he was so rude and he just made her feel like shit. But it's such a crazy show, and it follows a few different couples, and it's just a mess. So don't judge me, guys. Did
1: Joe watch it too? Hell
2: yeah, he watched it. Oh, bitch! We were were cracking
1: up. What about you, uh, Steve?
0: All right,
3: so the first one that I watched was also Ninety Day Fiance. No,
0: I was
3: like, my wife watched it religiously, so I know all about it.
2: How funny!
3: Yeah, but I try not to. Um, So the real first one I watched uh, was one I meant to watch that just kind of escaped my mind, and then I saw it on Netflix. It's uh, Ghost Stories. Did you guys see this
1: one? No, I've heard really good things. Yeah, so With Martin Freeman, right?
3: That's correct, yeah. Okay. Uh, Quick synopsis. A guy who exposes people, it's kind of like he exposes scam artists who pretend to have paranormal abilities or psychics and stuff like that, uh, is summoned by his idol. So someone who did that in the past that he thought had disappeared or was presumed dead. And he tells him that there are three cases that were so like believable that he thought they were real. And before he died, he wants this guy to kind of debunk them for him so that he can die in peace and, um, you know, make sure that they were fake. So he investigates these three cases and uh, a bunch of stuff ensues. Uh, the, it started off a little slow and kind of cheesy, and I thought, oh, it's going to be one of those kind of crappy films. But I really liked it. Uh, it's actually pretty freaky, uh, especially the first one. I thought it had some really good scares. Uh, there are creatures as well. It's not just ghosts. Mm-hmm. And it's actually well shot, well acted. Uh, there's kind of a twist ending that was not the greatest. But outside of that, I would recommend it, especially if you like ghost stories. And because it's three different cases and they're really separated into those three cases, like he doesn't go back and forth with them, uh, it kind of feels like an anthology uh, film. And uh, so if you don't like one of the cases, they kind of move on to another one pretty quickly. Uh, I I really, really liked it. I give it like an 8.5 or 9 out of 10.
1: I got to move it up in my queue then. I've been meaning to watch it. Let me make another note. Jot it down. Yes, ma'am. All right. <laughs> My next one is the original Amityville Horror. I had not seen this one in forever. Um, it didn't age well, to be honest with you. I don't know when the last time you guys saw it was, but it's just maybe because today's standards with like production value scares and all that, a lot of this stuff doesn't really work, but I can understand how it was terrifying, um, especially when you're a kid. Uh, well acted, though, and I really like um, uh, Brolin. Like He plays... From being like a really nice guy to being just torn up and almost psychopath, you know, killer very well. And uh um I mean you can tell by watching this movie now that a lot of the present day movies like conjuring Amniv- or not Amniv- uh, conjuring, um insidious and all that shit borrow heavily from this film. So it's good for like history and it's a solid film still, but definitely um a little bit a little bit aged. Which amity
2: Todd
1: the first one, the original. Oh, okay. Yeah, I haven't seen the Ryan Reynolds one since like 2005 or 6 or something. So, I'll watch that one again.
2: Yeah, I like that one.
1: Well, we know why you like that one, though.
2: Oh, stop. Because Ryan that.
1: Reynolds is cute.
2: No, it's spooky, man. Is it? Yeah, I think so. I mean, uh, it's been probably like three years since I've last seen it, but I remember seeing it in the theater. Nice. Yeah,
3: All right. and I actually thought the best adaptation of that story was the first ten minutes of The Conjuring Two. Like they did such a good job of doing, kind of the, recreating the biggest scares from that uh, story. That uh, yeah, I, I dug yeah. that. I wish they could have yeah. done a whole movie in the Conjuring universe, but apparently there's a rights issue. So that's why they kind of glossed over it in, the,
1: in that one. Uh, that sucks. Yeah, so cause they, it is a Warren case. Yeah, so they just make a bunch of shitty sequels instead of one good one. That's right. (laughs) Do you have anything else, Sam, or was it just that show?
2: Okay, well, going along with some more shitty television, um, I've been catching up on the Housewives because they have a lot of Halloween shows. Like they, the episodes are dealing with Halloween, so that's fun too. So, if you like Halloween TV, look it up.
1: I'm gonna pass. I'm gonna pass on that Uh, one. Come on! Like,
2: if you love Halloween, you're gonna watch anything that has to do with Halloween.
1: What what city is it? Freaking like Detroit or something?
2: Um. So the current one that had the last Halloween episode, like it was a new one this past week, was um. Oh shit! It was a new one. I started watching uh, Potomac. I guess it's close to DC.
1: Oh, okay. They're just like yeah. grabbing for grasping for straws well, now in freaking city. There's
2: a lot. I only watch like four different ones, but there's like ten of them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Steve.
3: Yeah, Sam, you're, you and my wife would really get along. She loves Halloween horror. I know, and I the, really really bad. I was like, I need
2: to talk to Steve's wife. Yeah,
1: it's uh, she watches all that crap. <laughs> uh, what does your wife
2: watch?
1: She watches a lot of House Hunters.
2: Oh, okay.
1: So I don't know if you guys watch that, but we uh, like make fun of the couples on it. Oh, well,
2: that's fun. Okay, yeah. sorry, Steve. I, I,
1: I love it. all good. Uh, the next one I watched was The
3: Possession of Hannah Grace. Um...
2: Oh, I haven't
3: seen that yet. No? Todd, did you see that one?
1: Uh, Yeah, I think we might have covered it.
3: Oh, really? Yeah. Um, Yeah, so quickly then, a girl possessed by a demon is killed during exorcism. Her body ends up in a morgue where a former cop just started working. The demon isn't done with that body, so creepiness ensues in this morgue. Uh, I didn't really like it all that much. There are a few kind of freaky scenes that made it a little bit worth watching. But there's too much of the movie that takes place in this really unrealistic morgue. Um, Like, the lights don't turn on. You have to walk in a room for the lights to turn on. It just didn't feel like what a morgue would actually be, and that kind of took me out of it a little bit. Uh, There's too many convenient little things in that morgue that made it were obvious for the plot. And I didn't really care for the characters all much, so as they were dying, it's like, okay, whatever. I didn't really know who that was anyway. It's one of those things, so... I gave it kind of a 5 out of 10. Uh, it's a, it's an okay film, but nothing I would you know, run out to watch.
1: Yeah, I find it hard to believe that there's one person in that entire building. Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. Come on, it's man.
3: A, it's, like a, it's like a big hospital, too. Yeah,
1: it's not there's 19, freaking 20.
3: Yeah. Right. Um, and, yeah, there's just too many rules that they had. Like, the morgue was way too big. The lights don't turn on. There's one person working. There's only two security guards. There's nothing else in that hospital. There's too many convenient
0: uh, yeah. issues
3: for the plot. Yeah.
2: Well, yeah. that's too bad.
1: Yeah, it was. It was okay. Forgettable. Um, I wish they would have spent more time on the actual exorcism too. It was like maybe too minutes. scenes. Yeah, scene. that, that was yeah. the
3: best part of the whole film.
1: Right. Yeah. And you know, it's funny too. I'm Sorry to spoil things, Sam, but like. You're fine. How the evil can snap people's necks or like with their mind. But why don't you just do that every time? Yeah, yeah, no, that was the, just, the, yeah exactly. Yeah, it's, it's just too many, like like you said, conveniences. Um, My third was a, I guess, a thriller slash drama uh, with a weird name, The Man Who Killed Hitler and then Bigfoot. Um, It stars uh, Sam Elliott, a uh, really good actor, and it's about exactly how it sounds, a man who goes on a mission in uh, World War II to kill Hitler, and then when he's an older man reflecting about his life back and forth throughout the film – um, the government comes and asks him to go kill Bigfoot in Canada. So he goes and does that. Um, it is very, uh, not, maybe not artsy, definitely not horror, uh, more of like a drama. And, uh, yeah, it's just about, you know, it starts, it, it mixes from his service in world war two and then him being old and then him reminiscing about his old, like his, his wife that he, when he came back from world war two, he couldn't face because, he, you know, he's ashamed of killing people and killing Hitler. And then, um, yeah, and then he goes to kill Bigfoot, and it's about this guy's basically his acceptance of having to commit necessary violence. Um, so it's a good movie, well-acted, uh, very slow. So if you're expecting, like, an action-packed World War II, you're not going to see it. There's one shot fired, and that's it. And when he kills a, a Bigfoot, it shoots him, like, twice, and that's it. So not action-packed, but very well-acted. Sam cool. Sammy the man. He's oh, awesome. he's so good. Yep.
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs> Sam, did you watch uh, Here Comes Honey Boo Boo or something? That. Uh, oh <laughs> no, come? spaghetti. Really,
2: Steve? That's I draw the line there. Okay. <laughs>
3: I'm, glad, I'm glad to hear it. She, my wife, doesn't. Oh so. <laughs> um, my, <laughs> that That's
2: too funny.
1: <laughs> Is that it? So anything, Are we... anything else that's you watch That's it. Or...
2: No, that's it. I don't. I don't usually watch a lot of
1: TV, or
2: it takes me a lot to sit down and watch something.
1: You were on Roseanne for a while, though.
2: Oh my god! I lo- Don't get me started.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I think I bored people enough with my reality shit.
1: So. You got any other yeah. ones, Steve?
3: Yeah, I watched one more, but I don't have too much to say about it. Uh, I just did a top ten clown list on my channel on my YouTube channel. And I rewatched Terrifier, just to kind of remind myself what that was about. But we've talked about Terrifier so often, and you guys have in past episodes. So I'm not going to kind of go over it again. But Articlown is definitely a cool character, and
1: I can't wait to see what they do in
3: the second Terrifier.
1: Shoot, I'll plug it for you, man. Flipping the nerd. You too. <laughs> top tens, I didn't baby. Want to
3: be. I didn't want to be that guy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> He's doing his top, top tens, and uh, go check it out. But um, re- remind me about terrifying I mean, not about the film, but I mean, what do you? What are your thoughts on it?
3: I I, I liked it. You know, I I like that he's kind of a silent uh, killer. I really dig that scene in the uh, pizza joint where he's just kind of staring at them and doing different faces, and uh, the kills are pretty sick. So, yeah, I think it was an overall a really good film, and I'm really looking forward to the next one. Uh, I liked it better than All Hello Eve his first uh, appearance of Art the Clown.
1: Oh, I liked All, uh, All Halls Leave a lot.
3: Yeah. Did you like it better than Terrifier?
1: Uh, yeah, I think. I think Art the Clown works best in, like, small spurts. Right. And in that one, work, I mean, he's, like, the wraparound. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Sam, did you have anything?
2: Todd, you sound different.
1: How do, how do you mean? You oh, jo-
2: it was, like... I don't know,
3: maybe it was just on my end, but it sounded weird. Yeah, you sounded la-
2: louder all of a sudden. Like echoey.
1: I shifted. <laughs> oh, I shifted okay. butt cheeks. So I'll stay in one rigid <laughs> <Right>. form. <laughs> 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 all right. So that's... that's it, right?
0: That's yep. it.
1: All right, well, Steve was kind enough to take notes on Stranger Things, Thank all you, the episodes. Steve. And no so problem. Steve will start off. If you haven't seen Stranger Things Season 3, um, shut off now because we will spoil it because we're talking about each episode. Um, don't know how in-depth we'll get, but we'll talk about all the spoilers. So, Steve, take it away.
3: All right. Uh, so keep in mind, I, I was writing these notes as I was watching these episodes. So I might have a note in Episode 1 that they clear clarified in Episode 8. But So you, you'll know what I mean when I actually say the notes. So Episode 1, Susie, do you copy... It starts off uh, during Russia, and the military opens a gate into the other side. Um, So that's how the show starts. Then we got Dustin, who comes back from camp and allegedly has a girlfriend. We also see that Steve is now working at a new place called Scoops Ahoy with a girl named Robin, uh, with a great scene there with Dustin and him kind of reuniting. Uh, They sneak into Day of the Dead. Which is Which is great.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
3: at the movie theater, uh, we got some exploding rats that happens in this episode. We got uh, Billy uh, hitting on Mrs. Wheeler at the pool.
1: Oh, he almost nailed uh, it, dude!
3: Oh, he was—he <laughs> almost got there. Yeah, he, he was almost there. Uh, then we have uh, Nancy that was working a new job at a newspaper with some assholes. And finally, we have Mike and Eleven kissing with Hopper uh, freaking gross.
1: out. Gross. Me too. Three inches. Me too. <laughs>
3: so, <laughs> yeah. And then at the end of the episode, uh Billy seemingly dies. He gets uh sucked into uh, like the basement of a warehouse. So that's the synopsis of episode right. one.
1: I'm I'm about to get gay Street Fighter on this. Billy well, needs to do. shave that stash. Can we can we agree on that? that Absolutely. He yes. He needs to shave the stash off, yeah.
2: I kinda like it.
1: Well my next question is, would you bang him, Sam?
2: Yeah.
1: Would you bang him? In his like cocky form or in his actor form, you know what I mean? Like Billy, the character,
2: Billy, the character this season. not Really? Last season.
1: All right. What about Steve though?
2: Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Definitely Steve this season, but not last or the one before.
1: Why? Cause get beat up a lot.
2: No, I don't know. I just, I really wasn't attached to Steve before, but I liked him on this last season
1: yeah so basically this first episode was just like a catch-up of where everyone was and i think it was the worst one of the season in my opinion i it was like kind of bad obvious like they're they're trying to shove every 80s song and reference into like 45 minutes or 50 minutes whatever it is it was kind of grating and i almost had to push myself through it um and i just don't like nancy um She's just like, and Jonathan, I don't like the relationship. I don't really like the characters anymore. Um, so to see them getting made fun of him kind of was okay to me, but uh, Jake Busey, his comedy, his jokes were just fucking garbage. So that was annoying too. Um, but yeah, worst episode of the season for me. I don't know how you guys felt about it.
2: Um, I mean, I could kind of... Well, yeah, they did cram a lot of 80s stuff in it, and I felt like it was a lot going on, but I didn't I didn't hate it as much as you did.
3: Yeah, uh, I actually rated each episode, and I gave this one an 8 out of 10. I, I kind of liked it. It was uh, a nice way to kind of get re with everybody. Like I a loved, good catch-up. Uh, yeah, it was a good catch-up. I thought Steve at Scoops Ahoy it was hilarious. Uh, I was so happy to see Day of the Dead. Uh, but my, the important question for this episode is... Todd and Sam, would you bang Mrs. Wheeler?
1: Oh, dude, yes. She's,
2: she's cute, yeah.
1: I would nail her. <laughs> I would. I yeah. would hope Billy would take me along <laughs> in his Trans Am or whatever he has. I think that like, I think Billy is actually a really good character, and I w- I wish they would have fleshed him out a little bit. And I guess we can talk about that later. I do too, yeah. But um, he's. I hope that actor goes on to make some good stuff because he has like a screen presence, you know.
2: Yeah, he really does.
1: Uh,
3: he's he's rumored, actually, to be in the MCU soon, so I think really? we'll see a lot of, of him.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Oh, wow. What, like Nova or something?
3: Uh, Adam Warlock. Oh, okay. Which I can totally see, if you guys know who that is. <laughs> yeah. But, cool. yeah, it's, uh, yeah, which would be in Guardians of the Galaxy 3, if you're curious. Badass. Uh, yeah, so I, overall, I, I liked this episode. I thought it was a good way to kind of right, reintroduce everyone. It was very weird to see Mike in Eleven kissing, though. Oh, yeah, so I agree. I
2: thought it, I was just like, "Oh God, here we go."
1: <laughs> that should have been like the end of the show. Like they were working up to it, you know? Yeah. But well, they, they they
3: kissed in the last episode of season two, so it would kind of be weird that they'd be leading up to that again in season three.
1: Oh, Okay. But, but they weren't like but making didn't out though.
2: Have to be though. so lovey dovey, like horny preteens or something, like right off the bat.
3: I don't know. But were you not like that as a teen
1: though? With your first
2: no i was like get away boys i'm not trying to get pregnant
1: well you're making out with <laughs> chicks at the time
2: shut up todd
1: so i mean we, we, we gotta be honest with the show so oh geez um how old i'm looking it up right now but how old is like finn wolfhard and all that stuff
2: like or how old are they supposed to be in the show or in real
1: life uh real life let's see I don't he know. was born of course it doesn't say oh he's from canada he's one of your tribe yep He's so a so national a national treasure. So is Will. So, is, oh. so is Will, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't say, but I'm oh. assuming he's, what, 15, 16? Oh, really? That old? Jeez. Maybe. So poor kid. has. This probably like his first kiss, and it's on freaking Netflix forever. Aww. Right? <laughs> but uh, Finn Wolfhard, which is an awesome name, age. Oh, he's 13. Oh, no, he's 16. Never mind. He was born in 2002. yeah. Uh, that's awkward for yeah. him. It is, yeah. Um, um I definitely identify with Hopper in this episode.
3: <laughs> yeah, I loved Hopper in this episode. It's just, yeah, it's it hilarious to see him freak out over it. I get it, yeah, totally. Um, so there you go, episode two, The Mall Rats. Uh, Billy meets his doppelganger on the, in the Upside Down. Uh, Hopper so successfully gets Mike to stop seeing Eleven by threatening him. Uh, Steve, Robin, and Dustin intercept a Russian message and try to translate it. Uh, we see the debut episode for Mayor Klein. Uh, the kids go shopping, and L- Eleven dumps Mike after the shopping <laughs> trip. And finally, Hopper goes on a date but gets stood up by uh, Joyce. So what are your thoughts on this episode?
1: What a bitch. Joseph. What does she
2: say? She's like, I dump your ass or something like that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I dump your ass.
1: <laughs> and then her and uh, Mad Max go on a freaking mall rampage. <laughs> right. <laughs> I gotta say, Mayor Klein, uh, Carrie Ellis is really creepy in this show. Um, I don't know if it's a makeup job they gave him, or he's trying to be like that creepy politician, which he, I guess he he you know played it very well. But man, was he off-putting.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
3: So yeah, is that uh, any other thoughts on this episode?
1: No, I just think one of those "where are we at" kind of episodes again.
3: Yeah, I agree. It's kind. It's kind of just. Showing even more where the kids are at and stuff. So, uh, the shopping thing I thought was pretty funny. It was a uh, accurate <laughs> description of what men and women were like at, mm-hmm. at that age. At least what I was like with my friends going shopping. Yeah. Just like, yeah, so that that was cool. Um, you're, you're but shopping for dresses,
1: all the, yes, all the
3: time, <laughs> 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 and not knowing a fucking thing about it. Yeah, you know? <laughs> uh what is it?
1: that that episode she spies on Mike right, um, or is that uh, not yeah. yet? Uh, I don't no, know. I think
2: it might be the one after. Not. It's
1: okay. The one after. Yeah, that's, that's, I, my I f- that's my favorite line of the show. <laughs>
2: yeah.
3: So nothing about this episode? No. Nothing no, really crazy not much, happens, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I gave this episode a 7 out of 10, so a little less than the first episode. Uh, episode 3, The Case of the Missing Lifeguard. Uh, 11 plays spin the wheel, but for spying on people. And then start spying on the boys and see what they're up to, which uh, they call... What what are they, a boy's caller? It's like a creature or... Different
1: species. Different species. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
3: Steve, Robin, and Dustin continue their search. Uh, Hopper and Joyce go back to the facility from uh, season one and two to kind of check things out there. This is where we see the old fertilizer eating like old lady that um, Nancy goes to see. And Billy is now the villain and kills the lifeguard parents. So this is where we see Billy kind of becoming uh, kind of a Terminator type character, and he kills the uh, parents of the other lifeguard.
1: Yeah, and it's really underlyingly rapey, too. Um, The way he does is like, don't move, it'll be over. And like, oh man, it's creepy. But um, I actually identify with the boys when they're talking about girls and how hard it is when you're that age and don't know what to really do. Um, One thing I wanted to go back to first episode the the russian guy that's clearly arnold schwarzenegger right in the show um that's what I was saying yeah. i
2: was yeah. like did i miss something
1: here <laughs> no i mean he looks like freaking t1 t100 or whatever it is from yeah, t2 I... but um they don't they kind of wishwash on how strong he is like he lifts that russian scientist off the ground with one arm and then and when he's beating up popper he doesn't I mean, he beats his ass, but he doesn't kill him like he could have yeah. smacked, snapped his spine like he did the Russian guy. So kind of kind of weird choice, but, I mean, that's nitpicky.
3: Yeah, and I kind of felt that they were giving kind of the same role to Billy, where he's also kind of a Terminator character in some scenes. And I was confused yeah. as to why they did that, because we don't need two Terminators. Yeah. Um, but I, that's something I'll talk about at the end with the other guy, yeah.
1: especially. I love that scene, though, where uh, Billy's at the house and eating dinner. And then yes, they, I did
2: too.
3: Yeah,
1: it got really horror right there. Yep. Yeah. Sam, any thoughts about this episode? Mm-hmm.
2: None that stick out.
3: Yeah, I I, I I will admit it got me a little sad when uh, Joyce goes to the facility and sees where Bob dies, and she starts. Oh, I really, yeah. I really like the Bob character. He just made me laugh.
1: And yeah, fuck Bob.
2: R.I.P. He couldn't he couldn't oh. please
1: her in the bed, bro. She wants to hop
0: wow yeah
1: yeah (laughs) i'm just kidding bob's a sweet guy yeah when they showed the superhero drawing that was sad
3: yeah i just loved how like geeky he was and how like oblivious to everything he was it's just it's a great character yeah uh but i actually gave this episode a six out of ten it was my least favorite episode of the series i didn't find it really did anything didn't move the story very much or so i didn't think it was that great of an episode uh, the next one is called The Sauna Test, Episode 4. So this is where we first see the new kind of face-sucking creature that, uh coming from the Upside Down. Nancy and Jonathan get fired from their job. Hopper finds out who the people are from the mayor, so who uh, the mayor is kind of getting threatened by. Uh, this is where Lucas, the sister, crawls into the vent and starts helping out um, Dustin. Uh, the group puts Billy in the sauna, and there's a cool scene, kind of them trying to fight billy in the at the pool and in the sauna Enhanced uh, billy goes nuts after breaking out of the sauna and then this is the first time that we see kind of the zombies uh and they're they're in the warehouse at the end of the episode which i personally w- was really cool in the scene but i didn't find that that paid off very much into the end
1: no not at all so, i thought it was gonna be a little yeah. army released
3: yeah me too so yeah. what do you guys think about uh this episode
1: i really don't like lucas's sister Um, Uh, incredibly annoying
2: yeah they could have scaled that back
1: uh, a lot (laughs) yeah like mostly
2: yeah the first few moments were okay but then it just became cringy yeah
1: they they could have had to work around to just have one of the boys do it you know
3: yeah she was good in little doses so that's why I liked her in season 2 because we didn't see much of her and when she was there it was great but in this season it's like they gave her a big role and it just didn't work just too much yeah, what do you guys think of the sauna scene?
1: It was cool. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah, I really, I really liked that scene. I thought it was. Uh, we really got to see Billy kind of full throttle, enhanced like Terminator style, and how strong he he was. And it was, uh, it was a really cool scene.
1: Yeah, I like when either he was fighting it or it was trying to trick them. When he's like, I don't, I didn't want to do those things and shit like that. That was pretty good. Yeah
2: wait so what do you guys think about um will like how he is not liking how everyone's doing their own thing and kind of growing up
1: that's a very good thing i mean they hint at his character being gay right because i think yeah because mike's like it's not my fault you don't like girls what is he he says it's not yeah not my fault that you don't like girls so that could have been two ways one you're not matured yet so you don't care or two you're gay um But I really liked his struggle, because his character's kind of been, like, not developed. He's always, like, the plot device to get shit going. Mm -hmm. So it was nice to have him, like, wanted to... It's, like, season three's, like, childhood to young adulthood, you know? Mm
0: -hmm. And
1: he's still stuck in that childhood. And it's kind of painful to watch, too. Like, sucks. Yeah. Yeah,
3: exactly. He, he, like, missed out on that time because he was gone for so yeah. long. Yeah. And it's like he wants to kind of continue that, but they've moved on, and it's uh, it's kind of sad to see. It's uh, It it was very good character development.
0: Experience.
1: Yeah, and that was a cool D&D campaign, man. They just bailed it on. It was.
3: That. Yeah, I wish I had a friend like that who was so into it and was a good uh, dungeon master and stuff. So. <laughs> yeah. uh, we, we always get bored and play video games after <laughs> like an hour. Yeah. Um, yeah, any other thoughts about this episode?
2: No. Um, I don't know if it's specifically this episode, but going back to Will, there were a few times of where he, like, he knew something was happening. Like, why did it take him so long to say anything? Like, how else did he think this was going to work out? That was kind of frustrating to me.
1: He's probably tired of it, man.
2: Well, yeah, but I'm like, Will boy, this is like how many this is what year we're dealing with this still like come on, let's deal with it head on, don't fucking wait, like let's go
1: <laughs> yeah it, i'm I'm fearing that it's gonna get to the point where like oh, they're in trouble again, like yeah, how many times can this happen so uh was season four announced
0: yeah I oh, it's yeah. gonna be
2: is it gonna be the last one I heard I knew there they, were talks of that, but
3: they said it was going to be the last one. But given the troubles Netflix is going through with Disney Plus and NBC pulling The Office and Friends and stuff, I have a feeling they're going to try to shoehorn in another season or two. Oh, okay. But they did they did say 4 was supposed to be the last one.
1: Yeah, they don't really have too many flagships right now. No, and
3: they just lost one of their big ones in Orange is the New Black. So I yeah. think they're going to want to hold on to Stranger Things as long as they can.
1: Yeah, and their movies just are subpar mostly. So they need to figure that out.
3: Yeah. Yep. Uh, Alright, so I gave that episode an 8 out of 10. Episode 5, The Flayed. Steve and gang go down the elevator into the underground Russian base. Uh, Hopper fights some Russians. The Terminator guy chases Hopper. Uh, they go to visit, and I always forget his name, but the conspiracy guy, Bald Eagle, that's what I called him. <laughs> He's great. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, Nancy and Jonathan are attacked by the newspaper uh, possessed people in the hospital. There's a great face-melting scene in that episode. And a new creature is shown, which spawned from the dead newspaper guys. So this, when they, the, when the dead people start kind of making the creature a little bit bigger, and that's how the episode ended.
1: I really want to shout out to the CGI that looked pretty good, because like that monster could have really killed it. And yeah. I mean, you can tell it's fake, obviously, but they did a good job with it. It's,
2: yeah, it still looked cool. Um,
1: I gotta say i guess it's a good time to put it like steve and dustin when they're together are, like my favorite duo like I, I like robin a lot she's a cool character um sucks that he got friend zoned again is out of control yeah. i guess but yeah steve and dustin yeah. man they just i i want a little more of that
3: yeah they're awesome together when they got paired up in season two <laughs> that was one of the highlights of season two as well so i'm glad that they recognized that and put them together again in season three they're, they're so great
1: oh meet. yeah definitely
3: Sam, any thoughts on this episode?
2: No, but I have a confession. Do it. Do it. Okay, so... (laughs) Okay, so when Season 2 came out, I was so excited because I was like, let me watch the Halloween episode, and then after that, I stopped. And I just jumped right into Season 3, and I don't regret
1: it. Season 2 is pretty bad, in my opinion. Okay, that's what I heard,
2: so that's why I was like, I just won't waste the energy, and I'll just jump in right now, so...
1: They they yeah. definitely missed the missed it with season two, especially you, the eighties. Why do you think that is? I think they like um,
2: what was left out of it.
1: Well, I mean, for starters, the the punk episode and subplot was just uh, I don't know, just terrible. Um, her trying to find her mom, right? Was the whole reason for that, and that was sad and everything. But like yeah. her being a little punk rock kid and going after government people, it was just terrible. It was bad. But, I, I mean, I did like the Steve stuff in there. He started to become a good character in Season 2. Um, but, yeah, it's for, you don't need to watch that. Screw that season. So
2: what made, him, what made Steve become nice? Because I know a lot of people didn't like him in 2, right?
1: Well, yeah, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Steve, but he starts taking Dustin under his wing, right, to talk to girls?
3: Uh, well, it, it first started in Season 1 that he kind of got uh, better near the end of it when he started realizing that he was an an asshole. He he even went back to the theater and cleaned up the graffiti that uh, was put on. And then in season two, what ended up happening is Dustin had trapped uh, the creature in a cellar, and his friends weren't answering, and he happened to run into Steve, and he's like, you gotta help me, this is serious. And Uh because of that, they formed this little bond, and Steve started helping out and putting him under his wing, and they kind of stayed together for the rest of the season, and he became a better person.
1: And didn't go, Steve. And didn't Steve defend them from Billy?
0: Yeah, even though he was going to get his ass beat. Yeah,
1: <laughs> poor guy. But yeah, well, but that was, that, w- that, yeah. that was like a big moment, though. Like he knew he was going to get his ass dominated, and then he did it anyway. So that was good. Aww.
3: Yeah, he, he was protecting um, one of the other. Oh, what's the other kid's name? Uh, because of he was with Mad Max, and he wasn't supposed to. Oh.
1: Um, oh shoot Uh, yeah (laughs) we don't we don't like his sister what's his
3: that's right yeah Uh, curtis
1: no not curtis no dang it
2: stop now. i can't remember his name
3: (laughs) lucas lucas Lucas, that's right yeah so, so yeah lucas wasn't supposed to be with mad max and uh billy found out and he was about to go to the house to kind of bust her and steve came out alone and took a beating kind of to help them out so
2: how sweet
3: yeah, but that, that's his M.O. He gets beat up, and they mentioned that in Season 3. Yeah, he has a really yeah, good
1: character love arc. Yeah, I hearing that. Yeah, Dustin's so that's like, right. you want to fight? Mm-hmm. Right.
3: All right, so that's uh, that was the episode, The Flayed, uh, which I gave an 8 out of 10, especially for the last couple scenes where there's the face-melting scenes and you got to see the newspaper people kind of get uh, destroyed and meld into that really awesome creature, so... This is where I thought the season really started getting better. Uh, next episode, episode 6, E Pluribus Unum. Uh, Stephen Robin gets captured and tortured. Uh, Eleven smacks the shit out of the creature, so this is where we get to see Eleven really use her powers. Uh, Dustin and Erica get stuck together uh, alone because Stephen Robin are gone. Hopper convinces Alexei to spill secrets with food and cartoons, which was one of my favorite things that entire season. <laughs> uh, Dustin saves Stephen Steve Robin... Eleven looks for Billy in the dream world. Eleven gets warned by Billy that uh, he's coming after her and she should stay away. And finally, the mind flare starts getting even bigger because all those zombies we talked about before start melting into him to make him a bigger creature.
1: Yeah. Poor yeah, poor Alexi. Did.
3: Oh my god, I love that character. Yeah. He was
2: so Yeah, funny. he was good.
1: But Bald Eagle yeah. is amazing and they made a good so Yeah, it yeah, did. <laughs> um... Were you guys both rooting for Stephen Robin too? To be a couple.
3: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And she went lesbian on him. <laughs> like that's yeah. the ultimate, like, damn it. What the, what else can I do? Aww. Yeah. yeah. But I felt for yeah. him. But he was a good guy. That was another good moment in his character when he's she's telling him all the shit and about the cry and he's like, Oh, well, cool. Yeah. Basically. Right. After right. he said he fucking I mean, loved her practically. It. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but so really good episode. Fun. Yeah, really, just yeah. really good overall episode. Yeah, they definitely, once they get into gear, they stay.
3: Yeah, I, I completely agree. And uh, yeah, it was, I, I love the, the Hopper group was fun. The, you know, Dustin, Steve, and Robin was fun. So that's where we start seeing the groups kind of really coming together.
2: Is um, it this episode that we see where we kind of find out about uh, Billy's mom and dad, like more of the backstory? Or is it the a,
3: next one? A little bit, but it's a little bit later where we really get to see. Uh, okay. Because this is where she starts going into kind of the other world and she sees like the beach and she's starting to put it together. Yeah. But she's not quite there yet.
1: Yeah, Billy's dad's a dick. Right? Yeah, yeah for his, sure. His mom's uh, a dick too. I'm just going to go mom, out there and say that. His stepmom? Uh, the one that left him. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
3: Uh, So I gave this episode 9 out of 10. I thought this is where it started getting a lot better. Then we got to episode 7, The Bite. This is the episode where they're at the fun fair. Uh, We get to see Eleven and the group fight the Mind Flare for the first time. Uh, This is where we got the stone Steve and Robin, where they go and watch Back to the Future, uh, of which there are Mm -hmm. a lot of references. I I wrote this. I know it's not important to the story, but they have this whole bit about New Coke versus uh, Coke Classic which yeah. I, thought, I thought was kind of funny. Uh, this, this is the episode where Steve professes his love and Robin comes out as gay. Uh, Alexei really enjoys himself this episode, but is unfortunately yeah. killed. And this By is where the car Terminator. got knocked into the mall. Yeah. So that's that episode, which is a funfair episode I absolutely love. It's oh, so it cool to so see. Ya.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I was yeah. sad when Alexei died. I was like, no!
1: He's having such a good time. Well, yeah, he, really he died
2: at a fun place
1: yeah poor dude i really feel sad yeah but is does anyone get tired of 11 though
2: okay so a lot of the times of where she's fighting i'm like uh like 10 minutes before i'm like why doesn't she just rip that apart why doesn't she do this and then she finally does i'm like i just don't understand i get that they have to play it out but it's a little frustrating that i'm like she doesn't realize how strong she is yet i don't understand
1: yeah. I, I and I get kind of annoyed with her delivery. I know that's her character. But um, like, sometimes it just, works.
2: Like what, her just being her normal self not having, having to fight anyone off or
1: Yeah, correct. Like I dump your ass, so it's a, it's a really funny line because she says it incorrectly, but like when she's talking yeah. like sentimental like being loving to Mike. Mm-hmm. It's kind of grating. It it kinda gets a little bit on my nerves. Yeah. Yeah, and but
3: to, to your point, um, Sam, I think it's because she doesn't have like unlimited energy to do this stuff. So a mm-hmm. lot of the time, she kind of expends all her energy, and then she doesn't have the energy to do anything else. So she has to be kind of careful on when she uses her power and when she doesn't. Yeah. Um, yeah, so. Yeah, but this, this was a great episode. I put it a 10 out of 10. I really love this episode.
1: Is this the one where uh, Billy's out in the parking lot revving his engine? And then Steve uh, comes I, and I, saves him again?
3: I think he's revving his engine. I don't remember if he uh he completes it. He might just be in the parking lot still this episode.
1: Gotcha. Is that a reference to freaking Back to the Future? Cuz they're just watching on the season Yeah,
3: I th- I think so. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of references to Back to the Future in this episode.
1: It's, uh which uh we got to discuss that theory for season 4 once we get past this.
3: Yeah, for sure. Uh so yeah, so let's get to the last episode so we can discuss kind of the whole series as a whole. Uh, the Battle of Starcourt, this is the episode where they're getting the creature out of Eleven's leg. They fight the giant creature with um, fireworks. Dustin and Susie sing the never-ending story song, which I definitely want to talk about a little bit after. Uh, Hopper, Joyce, and Bald Eagle stop the rushing machine fighting the creature of fireworks. Terminator kill, is killed in the machine. Uh, Hopper's then killed or maybe sent to the Upside Down or maybe not. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Uh, Billy is killed and redeemed at the last minute let's, as he saves the let's kids. Let's go one by one then. with these. Because right, this sure. is like
1: a deep episode. Yeah.
3: yeah. All right, so let's start uh, when they fight the giant creature in the mall with the fireworks. Um, I want to say something about this. So the episode before, they're at a grocery store and they find the fireworks.
0: Mm-hmm. And
3: Lucas finds this like mega-firework that he really plugs as being the end-all of all fireworks. And I thought that would kind of be the final blow for that monster, but they mm-hmm. never mentioned that firework again. It's just regular fireworks that they keep shooting, and that really disappointed me. I was yeah. like, Where, "Where's that super firework you guys were talking about?" So, what a bummer! But a very cool fight.
1: Yeah, it was. I like the cat and mouse game too when they're trying to sneak around and shit. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. That was fun. Yeah.
1: Yeah. What? Did... Any other thoughts on that fight? name whatever what other bullet bullet points you get okay so then we got
3: uh hopper joyce and bald eagle trying to stop the russian machine that's opening the gate uh you have kind of bald eagle um doing his thing trying to actually stop the machine and hopper and joyce have to put in a key and uh simultaneously turn the key so that it stops the machine and terminator comes in and they fight and then Uh, joyce has to stop the machine on her own and uh, Mm terminator is killed by like smacking his head into the machine and then when the machine actually goes you see hopper kind of say goodbye and then he disappears
1: yeah there's a lot leading up to that like when him and joyce are like yeah maybe we should date and stuff like that and you're like oh no hopper's gonna fucking die
2: (laughs) i know yeah yeah yeah
1: and then um the fight was really good i Loved how he threw him in the machine and just exploded. And then, man, it, it, it tugged at the heartstrings, man, when Hopper was looking through the, the window, like, giving that little nod, you know? Yeah. Um, it was a very sad moment. And uh, I guess we can talk about the final behind, after credit scene a little bit later. Yeah.
2: Um, Wait, I have yeah. a thing about Joyce, though. When they are When they are trying to close the hole and everything, like, she's – Maybe I didn't see any other women, but she's the only woman in that whole building with all of those men, and she runs into the other men that are supposed to be there, and no one realizes that she looks off-putting from everyone else.
1: With a baggy-ass uniform?
2: Yeah. I'm like, clearly she looks like a woman, and clearly... I don't. Am I being too picky about this? Like, I just thought that was kind of strange.
1: No, and no one notices the freaking bullet holes of the uniforms either, (laughs) with (laughs) with like blood. No, I thought about that too. I'm like, wait, there's there's no women here, and they're just like, oh hey. Yeah,
2: like if I worked there, I'd be like, you look different. What? What's? You're suspicious. What's happening? Yeah,
1: I
3: I thought Hopper would have to knock out that guy because obviously they're not you know actual soldiers there but yeah they just yeah. go through it's yeah it's strange uh, definitely one of the little potholes uh, what'd you guys think about uh dustin and susie which is so we we find out that's uh dustin's girlfriend is actually a real little girl and he makes her sing the never-ending song because they need some kind of code some kind of mathematical code to open one of the things that they needed for uh the russian machine which was a really odd scene, but I, I, I thought it was hilarious. What did you guys think of that?
2: Uh, I didn't like it.
1: Oh, why didn't you like it? Wrong place?
2: It just, it's like, I, I don't know. Okay, first of all, I didn't doubt that Dustin had a girlfriend. I knew he did. But the whole singing thing, because you're like, we got to go, we got to do this, and then it just kind of takes you out of it, and it was just too much. I didn't like it
1: i agree I, I i actually really liked it i thought it was cute and funny but i thought it was in the wrong spot in the movie like they should have yeah. moved it back a little bit
2: i mean i thought it was sweet of dustin to not be like bitch i need this fucking coat let's go
1: <laughs> phoebe cates
2: <Aww>. oh <laughs> but yeah i was just like do we have to do the whole song like why can't we just do a little like pet name for her and then she's like okay here it is
0: yeah,
3: I was kind of. I, I really liked it. I thought it was hilarious, but it went on way too long.
2: Too long, yeah.
3: I, I, I thought Hopper would get on the thing. Like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> 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 or say something and break it up or something. But no, they went like, on for no. freaking song. It just never ended. So yeah. Anything else on that uh, moment in the, with the Russian machine? Nah, we'll save it for when
1: we talk about the ending. Ending.
3: Yeah, Uh, and there's also uh, I didn't mention it, but when they're killing the creature, uh, Billy sacrifices himself
1: Uh, to save save the kids. Fucking bummer, dude.
2: That like melted my fucking heart.
1: It was a good character arc for him, and it made sense. I just wish they would have. I mean, I guess since they don't obviously don't want to kill off any of the main character kids, they have to do somebody, and that was a good good little shot, you know.
3: Yeah.
1: Rest in peace, Billy. Yeah,
3: it was cool. Yeah, it was cool. It, It was a. You know, I really didn't know where they would bring this character in season three uh, after what he had gone through in season two. But I thought it was a great way to introduce him into the story more
0: and Mm -hmm. make
3: it make sense. And I thought I always thought that the Terminator character was kind of wasn't needed. They could have used Billy for that kind of stuff. That's how
2: I felt too, Steve. I thought it would have been fine without him at all. Right. I just I didn't get why there was a purpose.
1: I think just to have a reference to Arnold, in my opinion. Yeah,
3: yeah, it's very yeah. possible. Um, And then, so everything ends, everyone's uh, bad. So a few notes here is, number one, Eleven seems to lose her powers in this episode. Uh, so yeah. I, what do you guys think about that? Do you think that's kind of setting up season four? Where-
1: um, maybe they'll be, I know I don't want to get gross here, but tied to her coming-of-age things. Like, maybe they'll get more powerful or more muted. I don't know. Yeah. But she's definitely going to have something back, you know.
2: Yeah. I just kind of thought of it as her, like, being tired from everything, like you had mentioned before, Steve. So, but, I mean, it would make sense that maybe they're kind of cutting out when she is becoming a little lady. And then they come back as strong as ever. So, that would be interesting to see. Yeah,
1: definitely. Yeah,
3: I'll, t- I'll talk a little bit, little bit about it with the kind of post credit scene. Uh, I think it's tied into that a little bit, but so I'll okay. talk about it there. Uh, then we also have the buyers moving away with Eleven uh, since Hopper had passed away uh, because it shows, I think it's five months later or three months later or something, that uh, they show and they move away from that infamous house and mm-hmm. then they go, I'm not even sure where, if yeah. remember, in, in Indianapolis or something. Uh, they're going somewhere else. So what do you guys think about... Uh, will eleven uh, moving away and going somewhere else
2: well, I'm like do they have to move to another state? Is it really necessary, but I guess when you go through all that you want to get away?
1: How what do they how, really get away? How do they even have acts like eleven is it legal you know that they have her as a fucking child
2: well, how do we know that they have her like
1: well, I mean, she goes recorded s-
2: at the. Ch- Does she go to school?
1: Oh no, she doesn't, huh? Hopper. Well, I'm sure Joyce will make her go to school. Hopper didn't let her, though, huh?
2: Well, I think he was trying to protect her, so that's why she wasn't in school.
1: That's true, yeah. Because she
2: couldn't even. She wasn't even supposed to be at the mall or anything.
1: Yeah, I was bummed yeah, out that I they left.
3: That, uh, yeah, I think that Paul Reiser character there, the doctor, uh, he's the one who gave Hopper kind of the official papers to make Eleven his daughter. Who will probably do the same thing for Joyce.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Like in the background, because he does yeah. reappear really in this episode as well.
1: Freaking Burke,
3: yeah. So,
1: um, uh, I was yeah, saddened for the characters because that sucks when your friends move away.
2: But wait, can we talk about the letter from Hopper?
1: Oh man, yeah.
2: Did you Did you guys cry too?
1: I didn't cry, but I was definitely saddened by it. I, I was more sad when he sacrificed himself, like in the moment. But yeah, yeah, that was rough. Did you cry, like real tears?
2: Um, I was more sad about uh, Billy. I think because
1: well, he's because felt- he's a stud.
2: <laughs> it was just really sweet, and then I felt bad for Max. And I'm like, I wish I could have seen her mourn a little bit. I don't know, kind of how we did with Eleven with the letter and stuff. But yeah, it's true. I guess she's just like not the main main character, but it was pretty sad. Yeah so nancy and what's his face they're still together right they didn't break up just because he moved away
1: he definitely can't break up with her because she's way above out of his league so he's pretty stupid to do that
2: what he's a great guy
1: yeah but i mean would you all right well jonathan or steve you gotta pick one right now
2: jonathan
1: no you're lying you're lying Uh uh-uh You like him because he's like he's like artsy, huh? He's like let me take a he's like freaking Leonardo DiCaprio, dude from Titanic. He's like let me fucking take a photo of you.
2: Well, he just seems really smart.
1: Yeah, I guess he's a nice guy too to his brother. He's always taking taking care of him. Yeah,
2: very caring.
3: (laughs) Yeah, and they're dating in real life.
1: No, what? Oh my god! (laughs) Yeah. Well, never mind then.
2: Cute. I'm gonna have to look them up on Instagram. That's adorable.
3: Yeah. So, uh, um, yeah. So that that was the episode. So you want to talk about the end credits scene? That uh, yeah. Let's do it. All right. So it show uh, the end credits uh, play, and then we see a uh, Demogorgon eating a guy, and the Russians are feeding him. And as he goes to pick someone else to feed him, he, they're out of a jail cell, and he stops at a door and he's like, "No, not the American." So he goes to the next cell and grabs, I guess, a Russian guy and feeds him to uh, the demogorgon. So is the American guy Hopper?
1: 100%.
2: Yeah.
3: 100%. And that's where I think why Eleven's losing her powers. So she can't sense that Hopper's still alive because she doesn't have her powers currently. So in season 4 when she gets her powers back, I think she's going to sense that Hopper's still out there somewhere and that will be the kind of what season 4 is going to be about in my yeah. opinion.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, I had I had a question and you just answered it. I was like, "Why doesn't she know Hopper's alive? But I forgot she kind of lost her her shit there.
3: Yeah, and I think that's why they did it.
1: Um, so how do you think he got to that point? Do you think he, f- in like two seconds, jumped through the portal or something?
3: That, that, that's a good question. Is it the Russians that kind of took him away right before? Like, did he get? That's what I'm
2: out?
1: thinking. I I really don't know.
2: Is that the Russians swept the area before anyone else could get to it, maybe? That's what I was kind of thinking.
1: But I mean, well, Or you're
3: right. He went to the portal, and the Russians found him on the other side and then grabbed him. And then took him? Oh. Because yeah. yeah. we know they're opening the portal in Russia. That's what the first scene was.
1: Yeah, I don't think there's any That's way he could have survived that point. either. So, you know what I mean? So he definitely, in my opinion, yeah. had to jump through yeah, right before it sense. exploded. Yeah, that makes
3: yeah, and that would kind of bring it together with the very first scene we see in Episode 1, where they're opening the portal in Russia. So if there's a portal in Russia and he went to the other side, they probably just grabbed him from the other side and brought him to Russia.
1: Uh, now, do you think all the Back to the Future references are hinting at a possible Back to the Future plot in Season 4, or is it just for fun?
3: Like a time-jumping time, time uh, jumping episode? Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: How it's possible. With, with those... Um... With those portals that they have, who knows what the portals do. Do they go back and forth in time, or do they just... Or can you go, let's say, it's a portal from one place to another. They go from America to Russia and just... I don't know. It's uh, yeah. But they they didn't put all that Back to the Future stuff for
1: nothing, I don't think. Yeah, it's definitely going to be exciting. I mean, would you guys
2: want it to be like that, of where they can go back and forward in time? Like, I feel like it would ha- they would have to do something new for it not just to be like every other season, like...
1: Uh, you know i yeah i think they have to just because like you said like if we have another we need to stop this thing from happening it's uh you know it's what i mean it's just
2: the same thing over and over yeah, yeah.
1: but they do like a x-men and days of future past kind of thing where they have to go back and maybe stop this permanently from happening um that'd be cool and then get hopper in the in the like on the sidelines but it also i'm thinking out loud it's like It'd be kind of hard to go back in time because they don't have What's footage, yeah. Mm-hmm. So they would have to do like stand-ins from maybe behind or some shit, um, or the dreaded de-aging CGI. Oh yeah. But I don't know. I guess we'll see. I'm looking forward to it though because season three, man, I, I love season three.
2: Yeah, I thought it was really fun. I was excited. Uh, have they said when they're going to start filming for season four?
1: October.
2: Or are they already October. Is it going to yeah. take as long as it did for them to do three?
3: I think it'll come out around the same time next year. So uh, okay. July of uh, 2020.
1: That's pretty fast. Yeah.
2: That is fast. Well, yeah. I don't even remember why it took so long for three to come out because it wasn't the year after two. Do you guys remember Maybe like what is. took them I mean, so long or if they had to redo the, some stuff?
3: I know they planned... So they did 1 then 2 and then they planned 3 and 4. So I I don't know if it took longer because they were planning two movies, uh, yeah, two but... uh, two seasons to kind of finish it off. So I don't know if that's uh, something to do with it, but that's what I would speculate. What do you think, Todd?
1: Um I think maybe cuz season 2 wasn't really received well, they had to reevaluate
3: mm-hmm.
1: what to do. They probably had to scrap the season 3 storyline.
2: Could we see any spinoffs from the Stranger Things?
3: We yeah. absolutely will. I bet you we will. Ooh. I, you think
2: with one of the main characters, like one of the kids?
3: No, I think it would be a totally different story. A whole different, in, yeah. In the, same, in the same universe, kind of a...
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I could see them trying it.
1: Yeah. Would you want to see something with just a couple of the kids? Maybe I'd like, watch it. Like a Steve I mean, and guess, Dustin show?
2: Oh, that, I would watch that, yeah. That'd be fun.
3: Yeah, just no watch No sister
1: though. No no sister. No Erica. Yeah. Um I mean
3: honestly I just watched Steve Dustin and uh, and Robin just working at a video store for Oh cars. my god, Family I'll, Video.
0: Oh, yeah, I yeah. watch it all day long.
1: We didn't even mention the how she coerced the fucking video store oh, guy to steve. hire steve yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah. But that, that was a great scene <laughs>
1: that was great yeah I, lo- I love their chemistry it sucks that they're not a couple but it's awesome that they'll be like best it's good buddies that they're
2: best friends. Yeah. yeah right
3: uh so what do you guys think of the season
1: overall and what would you rate it i loved it it's my favorite of the all of them so i would give it like a mm, nine out of ten
2: I loved it, too. Um, I thought it was shot beautifully. I thought it was really fun. It kept you entertained. I liked the music and just all the 80s stuff, so I'd probably give it a 9.
1: Twinsies.
2: I 9.5. I don't want to be oh, twins Todd.
1: That's not... Okay. <laughs> I'm going to change mine to 9.5. God. I'm just kidding. 9.
2: What do you think, Steve?
3: What's it? Well, I'm going to be season with Todd, because I agree, it's a 9 out of 10. Mm. Uh, I thought it started off a little slow, but once it picked up, it really picked up. And that last three, four episodes were so good that uh, it made that whole season. And I really enjoyed a lot of it. There was a lot of great moments. And it's one I'm excited to watch again. Uh, you know, yeah. if I ever watch it again, I think I'll watch season one and three. Um, yeah, it was a great great show for sure, and I really, really loved it this season.
1: Yeah. This is actually the first one out of the three that I like kept looking forward to watching the next one. Season one had some moments. Um but I did lose interest a little bit in. Maybe it was because of the Ooh. hype at the time. But um season one's I mean definitely good. And then season two, man, I it I took like weeks off between episodes for that one. And this one I watched them all in like maybe four or five days, so I'm really into it.
2: I felt like with season one, um, when I would try to watch it, I would always fall asleep on each episode because it was just too slow and there wasn't much. I don't. I feel like season three was so relatable. Like you were like, yeah, that's how I felt during that, and yes, I could totally relate. But one, I just didn't get that feeling.
0: Yeah, true. I was just
2: like, let me finish, let me watch it because it's a thing right now.
1: Yeah, I think one and three I relate to the most because. You know, I was that nerdy kid, you know, in season one. And I'm still a nerdy mm-hmm. kid in season three, you know, trying to like girls but still like fucking movies and nerdy yeah. shit. So it was just, yeah, 2 was just, I don't know, out of place. So I'm glad they bounced back. Yeah, I
3: completely agree. I did because, I, you know, having grown up in the 80s, I really related to a lot of it. Um, there's a lot of stuff that just brought me back to both what it felt like to be a kid in the '80s, and also, uh you know, the the style of the movie that you would watch in the '80s, you know, with the theme and everything. So yeah, it's, a, it's mm-hmm. an awesome show.
1: Man, that, uh, that mall it... was excellent. Oh yeah, man, yeah. They, the malls now are nothing like it was when you were a kid. Maybe it's just because we're kids too, but man, it's just like it was so so cool.
2: Well, and there's more. the You're more entertained by your phone rather than going to the mall like you were when yeah, you were a kid.
1: That's true. Sam's always chatting me like freaking dog pictures and stuff. (laughs) Michael Myers shirtless and all that.
3: (laughs) You
0: know it.
1: It's it's true though, because
3: back then, you know, I don't want to date myself too much, but if you want to hang out with your friends, you have to go somewhere. And a a mall would often be kind of the central hub where we can all make it to because all the buses went there or whatever the case may be. And it it was just a different energy because that's where Mm -hmm. people hung out. And, It's not like we had our phones to text each other or anything like that. so Yeah. They really recreated that really well.
2: Yeah. Well, and even like the mall in that it was entertaining for adults, like when it was super packed, there were people of all ages because you actually had to go somewhere to that one spot that offered everything like shopping, eating, a movie. You couldn't just fucking Uber Eats and Netflix, you know?
1: Netflix and chill and Uber Eats with some McDonald's or something. But um you know what I also like too is like the kids riding the bikes. I know they didn't do that in this season. Um but that yeah, like you mentioned, like you had to go somewhere with your buddies right to hang out, but you also probably had to ride your damn bike or get your mom or someone to take you there. But yeah, I remember riding around town and going to Target and going to the freaking mall and just spending hours there just doing nothing. And uh yeah, man, it's just it's just good times. It
2: was fun. The mall was always too far, so we always went to Walmart oh but now i hey walmart wasn't like how it, is it wasn't
1: now. the devil like it is now <laughs> it
2: was not the devil but now i hate that walmart's like the place for kids to hang out
1: i didn't have a walmart um i don't remember stepping foot into walmart till i was in my teens like my late teens yeah like early 20s uh it was like target and like montclair plaza which was a mall or uh uh ontario mills which is a big spot that was like the new and like hot one you know and so, oh, <laughs> but yeah but now like the malls are just i mean a lot of them are dead too like the big yeah. companies are gone um everything's
2: and,
1: online yeah which is cool but you know what they need to do is stop they need to like adapt or they're gonna die out like blockbuster like stop charging like 27 bucks for a brand new blu-ray when i can get it from amazon for 16 like it doesn't make any yeah. sense and they keep doing it like fye looking at you you fucker like I like your store, but your prices suck.
2: Come on, guys.
1: Do you think Fye, like exec, listens to the show? And you just heard? Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm gonna
2: send this episode to him. (laughs) I'm gonna look up his contact info.
1: That'd be funny.
3: We we actually had a few questions uh, about Strange Things. If you guys want to answer them, yeah. Uh, So we had two on Instagram. The first one from your geeky neighbor. Do you think a kid character on the show would die in the fourth season? At least one of the kids has to die, right? What do you guys think? Do you think they're going to kill off one of the main kids in season four?
0: Mm.
2: I mean, I guess that would definitely shake things up. But I'm like, well, who would they? Who could we sacrifice?
1: (laughs) Probably Will. I I was going to say Will, too. Will. He's had it rough though. Yeah, he just
3: Damn. Yeah, I think he's gonna have to sacrifice himself in the end because he's got the entity inside him or something.
2: Yeah, I was like, and maybe he just
1: yep. Yeah. Oh, maybe he'll be like the catalyst for why it keeps all happening. Yeah, it's oh. possible. Oh, okay. He, he's the beacon.
2: He has to take one for the team.
3: Yeah. Eleven's gonna have to kill him or something or
2: you
1: know. Oh What if Eleven yeah. dies and Will dies and Mike's just like oh. broken.
3: They don't they don't have the balls. <laughs> I don't
1: think. Do you guys think they would do that? Nah. Uh, yeah, maybe. I think they might. I mean they called Hopper and everyone loves that well I guess they didn't, huh? <laughs> yeah,
0: they like, they didn't killed they. Alex they killed Alexi. Oh <laughs> yeah, right. uh,
3: which which kid would make you the saddest to see die on the show? Like which character, period,
1: would be Steve kind of the one that would really hurt you. Steve. Are yeah. we counting are we counting the kids' kids? Yeah, everyone. Oh everyone in yeah. the show? Dustin, yeah, Dustin for sure. He's he's lovable. Yeah. He yeah. yeah. Uh
3: all right. And then the other question we got from K Bug one two three. Do you think ending after season four is a good move?
2: I mean what, it's like you always wanna leave when you're on top or else you get kicked out.
1: Yeah, like House of Cards on Netflix just sucks after season 2. So, so, they went on to 6. So, um yeah, I mean, there's only so much these guys can go through before it's like, all right, now it just doesn't make any sense.
2: I mean, I could I would I could see like, yeah, season 4, and then I'm like, I could do a season 5, but after that, let's end it maybe.
1: This is actually a good ending point too if you think about it. Like Hopper yeah. dies, the the kids move away, Eleven's safe, you know, and it's kind of a good stopping point too maybe they did that in case they didn't receive well i don't know i
2: want yeah. to see 11 in the college years
1: Ugh. oh <laughs> I, I gotta i gotta hop back to my favorite uh line in the show when he's like what if i was taking a giant shit or something when she was spying on him
3: yeah that, that was great <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah. Do you her, think that's cheating? Like, that, that she's going and looking at him, like kind
1: of. Absolutely. Imagine yeah. when he's like yeah. 15 and he's trying to get some private time.
3: Exactly. There's a lot of discovering to be done. At yeah.
1: Gym, so. <laughs>
2: or if that was like him spying on her, she wouldn't like it.
1: That's true. Flicking the bean, right, Sam? You like the bean? Oh lord. <laughs> Callback to episode ten. <laughs>
3: All right, uh, one of the other questions that we have this one's on Twitter from Ruby Songbird 13 uh, So she says, Thoughts on the ending, which we talked about? Is it Susie's fault for delaying? I'm not sure who Susie is.
1: Susie's his girlfriend, That's I was saying.
3: Oh, right. Okay. Yes. Yeah,
1: that yeah, cost so him, what, two and a half minutes? Yeah, at
2: least.
3: Yeah, so there you go. Susie is the one that killed Hopper. Or
2: like, killed way Hopper. to go, Susie. Yeah.
1: Um, she
3: also asked is he alive so we talked about that thoughts on the move we talked about that now this is an interesting question so we saw uh, a peck on the cheek or a, a peck kiss in season 2 we saw some making out in season 3 are we oh. going full, uh, full sex in season 4
2: no Damn. I haven't even thought about that please no I hope not the making out was too much for me
1: <laughs> maybe Steve will convert Robin
3: no possibility no probably not he's probably gonna get cock blocked by someone else there'll be a new girl that he (laughs) doesn't get with surely he has to find someone
2: next season that's like a good match
3: yeah definitely yeah let's let's hope and she asked will next season be it so we kind of answered that as well and finally on facebook we had uh uh, brian strang asked did you sing never ending story with them
1: no, me either because I didn't know it. Did you
3: guys like running story or do you remember it? Or? I did
1: as a kid, and then we bought it maybe five years ago for the for the kids. And it was I'm like, oh, what is this? Like,
2: oh,
1: uh-huh. yeah, my kids I didn't like seen it
2: since it. I was a kid. And the part where the horse dies, like it traumatized me.
1: The horse, died. I don't remember that part.
2: Oh yeah, well, yeah the... the horse
3: dies. <laughs> yeah, uh,
1: the giant dog. Yeah. Oh, okay.
3: No, no, no. Uh, no, no,
2: no not, it's not.
3: Uh, it's like a horse. It's a horse,
1: yeah. Oh, gotcha.
2: Like he gets yeah. stuck and he dies.
3: Right. Uh, I've seen it. Joe said that was the worst scene ever, by the way, in the in the comments. So, not a fan of that scene, apparently. <laughs> and that's all the Stranger Things questions that we had.
1: All right. So, definitely approved. Uh, do you guys rank the series? Um, Season three, season one, and season two. I even mean, know Sammy didn't yeah. watch it, but yeah. Well,
2: that's sure. how I'll rank it without seeing.
1: Awesome. Well, I think that's it.
2: Are you guys going to get some Stranger Things merch, like all of the clothes that they wear in season three? I was looking
1: at Hopper's shirt. I thought about getting the Hell one yes. he's going to go on a date with. I, I was looking at that one.
2: Aw, you gotta get it.
1: Yeah, it's very like Miami Vice. So
2: I've seen some people get um, the shirt that Eleven has.
1: Oh, yeah, that little outfit thing. All,
2: like, the funky shapes and stuff,
3: mm-hmm. yeah. You know, Sam, if you go to Halloween Horror Nights, they're doing season three at uh, as a house this year. So. Uh, putting it out there.
2: That's going to be amazing.
3: <laughs> yeah, I think so. They did season one last year, and it was really cool. So yeah, yeah but It was great, yeah, for sure. It was a great season, great show, and I can't wait to see what they
1: do in season four right on Uh, before we say bye we're going to lead out with our uh, sponsor great coffee so we're going to listen to that commercial Um, but yeah bye. bye bye everyone thinks because you're a zombie you don't know good coffee well they're wrong we have very active lifestyles it's not all wandering the countryside aimlessly or scaring passing motorists and we all love a good cup of joe and there's only one brew that gets my seal of approval Deadly
0: Grounds Coffee is my guilty pleasure Bold, robust, delicious. It's coffee that can wake the dead. (laughs) With over a dozen different roasts and flavors, Deadly Grounds can satisfy the most finicky
3: of coffee addicts. The aroma is so intoxicating. It brings all of my neighbors out of the woodwork. Deadly Grounds Coffee. Coffee to die for
0: and zombie approved. It's good to get a little deadly. Use the front door! Oh, they're so disgusting.